Can you heal from abuse? What do I do after leaving my narcissist? What does a healthy relationship look like? These concerns cross the minds of over 20 people every minute, over 28,800 people every day. And the sad fact is, we still don't talk about it enough. Healing from emotional abuse isn't a band-aid situation, but it doesn't have to take years either. The lives of millions of other survivors around the world have been impacted by their narcissist. Yours doesn't have to. To show you how to live a free, confident, and peaceful life, your host and founder of the Healing from Emotional Abuse philosophy, Marissa F. Cohen. This episode of Healing from Emotional Abuse is brought to you by the Healing from Emotional Abuse philosophy. Have you ever wondered why you keep falling for the same type of person, wondering when it's going to be your turn to have control of your life? Now is the time. The Healing from Emotional Abuse philosophy, the three keys to overcoming narcissism, is an easy-to-follow program where I show you how to release your trauma in a safe and healthy way, build resilience, confidence, self-esteem, self-love, and self-worth, and then rebuild your environment. Surround yourself with healthy people and energy. Your life is yours, and the decisions you make should reflect the people in your life who deserve to be there. People who treat you with kindness and respect, who value you and show you that you are worthy of love every single day. Friends who love and support you and are positive and inspirational and a partner who encourages you to achieve your goals and think bigger than you've ever thought before. Following my three-step system will change your life. I fell into the cycle of abuse, dating narcissist after narcissist, each one of them taking a piece of me with them. And I struggled to know who I was or who I could trust for a long time but I learned all the right steps to take and want to help everyone else who's struggling like I did do the same. I don't want to lose any more survivors to suicide, addiction, or self-harm. There is help out there. So I'm offering my book, The Healing from Emotional Abuse Philosophy, The Three Keys to Overcoming Narcissism for free. Scan the QR code in the show notes to get your free copy of my best-selling book filled with exercises and activities to help you overcome your trauma. In addition to my book, I'm also offering a free coaching session where we'll put together a healing plan specifically for you. Make an appointment with me at schedulealcallwithmarissa.com. That's schedule, S-C-H-E-D-U-L-E, a call, C-A-L-L, with Marissa, M-A-R-I-S-S-A.com. It's time to take your life back and live with confidence, freedom, and peace. Welcome back to the Healing from Emotional Abuse podcast. I'm your host, Marissa F. Cohen, and today we are graced with the wonderful, incredible Megan Renee. We've had her on before, um, and she is a force to be reckoned with. I'm very, very excited to bring you back on. Hi, Megan. How are you today? Hey, Marissa. I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, excited to be here. Would you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I am a, I, I run a photography studio in South Carolina and I specialize in both fine art and boudoir photography. And we've talked a lot about, um, my boudoir photography here in the past, just because, you know, it really does help so many women heal from trauma or abuse, um, and just become their highest versions of themselves. Even if it's something that, you know, was just something, um, not as traumatic people come in sometimes they just want a confidence boost but you know what's really interesting is that a lot of these confidence issues and 
things like that um, often kind of um, stem from things that happened in childhood or things that people told told these women growing up and and whatever have you. So there are so many different reasons for it. And I feel like it always just kind of comes from a similar place. So um, it's all very relatable to the things that you do to help people. So. Well, I love what you do and I love boudoir photography, to be honest. So thank you for doing that. Um, So the reason you're here today is because we just put out a book, right? We just released a book. Woohoo! And it was a bestseller. It's called Love Yourself First, Letters of Self-Love, Healing and Growth. So um, would you mind just telling us the process for you? You are a contributor on the book. Um, The book is filled with love letters of your trauma and self-love and your healing journey and how self-love impacted that. So would you mind just telling us a little bit about your letter and the process for you of writing it? Sure. So um, it was kind of difficult. Um, You know, I love to write. It's a great form of self-expression. And, you know, I hear, I, I used to think it was just me, but I've heard so many people around me say, you know, sometimes it's easier to write what we are feeling rather than say it or talk about it. And I feel like that can be so true. Um, But it was kind of difficult because it was my first time writing something to where it was like trying to gear it towards one specific point in my life um, or around the same theme at multiple points in my life. So trying to kind of really hone in on that one thing was kind of difficult because I feel like a lot of the things I went through in my life kind of, you know, traced back to this incident or that incident. And it was just kind of all over the place. So trying to kind of like summarize my life story in a a letter to myself, but I really just kind of had to keep thinking like if I could turn around and tell the girl or the woman, then what I know now, or like just talk to her now, what would I say to her? Um, and that's really what I kind of just tried to focus on because there were so many things I could have hit on. And I felt like if I went too deep, I'd be, it end up being a book instead of a letter. So, um, (laughs) it was, uh, but it was really great, um, experience as far as like, just really kind of looking back, um, you know, in the perspective of how far I've come and just remembering a, a point in my life when I really Um, there were so many points in my life when I was like this, but just remembering when are, when are things going to get better? Am I ever going to be able to live a life where I'm actually happy? Am I even going to see a life where I'm alive 10 years from now? Um, just so many thoughts of like, just really hopeless thoughts to where I was like, how am I ever going to get out of this? How did I even get here? you know, I, I went through this one time before, how did I get here again? How did I let myself do this? So there were a lot of emotions involved. Um, and even though I felt like I was kind of all over the place, I hope that somebody will kind of be able to draw from, um, my feelings and what I did right. And, um, all of that. So everybody's story is a little bit different. Nobody has gone through exactly what you have. And although that can make us feel alone, know that by speaking out, you're inspiring others to do the same. Writing a book is what gave me my start on this journey. I decided that even though I didn't feel that my story was as awful as what others experienced, 
If I could help one other person process and heal from what they experienced, it was worth telling. And it did. I received a ton of support and private messages from people who felt inspired and empowered by me speaking my truth. If you have a story that you want to share, I would love to help you start this journey. The people who have endured The people who have endured sexual assault and domestic violence all have the same notion. They just don't want anyone else to feel the way they did. We want to support everyone. Do yourself and our community a service and consider writing your story or contributing it to my Breaking Through the Silence series. Your words and your voice are powerful and your story can help others heal from their abuse. If you're interested, please send me an email to me, M-E, at marissafaycohen.com and I would be thrilled to work with you on breaking your silence. Thank you so much. Well, I loved your letter. I thought it was so powerful. I'm sorry that it was a struggle for you to write it, but um, did it feel therapeutic or empowering when you were finished with it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't mean for it to sound like it was not a good experience. It was definitely, it was definitely wonderful. And I, you know, kind of like I messaged you when the, the book came out last week and you know, it, it almost what it, it was like bestseller, like the first day out. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That evening. Yeah. And I was like, this is addictive, you know, (laughs) because (laughs) it was, it was such a good feeling. Like it's one thing to like write your feelings down on paper and then, you know, you're like, oh, okay, it's going to be in a book. And then you're like, okay, well, this is real. This is pretty cool, you know? Um, but when that many people resonate or they, they know us, so they buy the book and, and then, cause they're that interested in what we have to say, um, that's, that's pretty life-changing stuff. You know, that's, um, that means a lot from somebody that, you know, went through a lot as far as just being a junkie and being someone that was always told that, you know, I could never do anything without this person or with that person, or that I was never going to amount to anything. And the first, you know, at the first 24 hours that this book came out, so many people were interested in what I had to say, um, along with the other co-authors that, you know, it hit the Amazon bestseller list in at least one category. And now I think it's in like one, at least a few others, right? Yeah. So it hit in three categories Mm -hmm. and we got number one new release. Yeah. So that is extremely empowering. Um, and really just makes me kind of tear up thinking about, (laughs) um, someone reading this that, you know, maybe in a couple of years, they'll be in the same spot to where it's like, they turn around, they're like, wow, you know, I never thought I could have made it here. Or, you know, I remember reading this book and this person felt the exact same way that I did, or was going through the same things at a certain point in her life. And, you know, I was, she was right. I just had to keep pushing and really just had to get into some therapy or reach out and tell somebody what was going on, you know? So that was, that was very empowering. And I don't think it really hit me how real that was until, you know, the numbers came out and I was like, Oh, it's, you know, bestseller right away. So, um, amazing thing. It was just, I guess what I meant was it was just kind of hard to like, you know, wrangle it all in into one letter. Cause there was so much that I wanted to say and, um, just trying not to go down a, a massive rabbit hole with it, I guess. <laughs> so, 
your point came across clear. I don't think that anyone listening would think that you hated the experience, but it is, it's hard, especially when you're writing for like a collaboration book where you don't really know what the minimum or maximum is. And some letters were eight pages and some letters were one page. And so it is, it's like finding that sweet spot, but also it's what you're comfortable talking about, knowing that people will be reading this. It's a little different when you're writing a letter to yourself that you don't intend on sharing because you can be way more in depth, way more detailed and not have to worry about other people's reactions to it, you know? Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. And I'm, I'm really excited that, that we hit bestseller and got all of that recognition. And, and I really do hope, and I'm sure that, that your letter and, and all the letters will impact people very positively. Um, and I'm glad that you had an incredible experience. So if you had a piece of advice for survivors, um, what would it be? Um, basically just to listen to your inner self, you know, there were so many times that, you know, no matter how hard of a spot I got into or, you know, what I was going through in the moment, there was always just that little voice, you know, that, that nagging voice inside of you, you know, you might not even be able to look in the mirror and say anything good about yourself, but there's, there's that little voice that was just always telling me like, no, this, this can't be all that my life is ever going to be. This can't be the end. This can't be the way things go down, you know? And there were so many times where I was just, I was terrified and, you know, I would look at myself and be like, you know, cause you start worrying when you're trying to leave, um, an abusive relationship, which is like the, the most dangerous time, um, as, as somebody that's going through that, um, you start thinking about, well, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? What about all my stuff? What about my clothes? What about my money? What about this? What about that? Unless you're concerned about like another person, like your, your children's safety, you know, or something like that, you know, definitely get help or whatever, but my, um, I shouldn't say, or whatever, but just let somebody know so they can help you get, you know, your children to safety or help you get out safely. But also another thing that, um, I kind of just always had to remind myself of was like, literally the most important thing that you have, that you, that you can worry about right now is yourself. You, if you have two able feet and you can walk, you know, that was sometimes I just had to remind myself, like, when I felt like there wasn't a way out, you know, you have two feet, you can walk and that's all you need is the clothes on your back. And, um, you know, that's, that's not the way I would (laughs) recommend somebody necessarily exiting, but I just had to remember what I'm trying to say is, you know, stop worrying about all the stuff that you have, or stop worrying about, you know, what you can't take with you because you know that they're going to, they're going to notice it's gone or, whatever have you just listen to that internal voice and remember that you are the most expensive thing that you'll ever own. And the most important thing, um, as well as your, your, your children, your family, things like that. Um, but just never put like your car or, you know, your job or anything like that above your own personal safety, because those things can all be replaced so easily. Um, and a lot of times if you are at a job, you know, hopefully you're in a good situation where you can talk to your employer and a lot of times they may be able to help you as well. So, um, 
do what you need to do. Don't be afraid to talk to people, but just remember none of that stuff matters. Listen to that inner voice and just, just do it. Just go for it. It's scary, but it will get better. I love that. And for anyone who is in a situation where they feel like they need to leave, but don't know how to do it safely. I have a, um, a, a safety planning guide on my website, totally free. Um, it's marissafaycohen.com slash free dash resources. Um, because that, you were right. It is the absolute most dangerous time in a relationship when you're trying to leave an abusive relationship. And um, I, I love what you said, that you are the most expensive and most important thing you own. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Um, do you want to promote the book? Yeah, absolutely. So um, super excited about it. And it is available on Amazon, Kindle, and the Audible's coming soon, right? It is. <laughs> yes, I'm super stoked for that. I know I'm an Audible's person, so I'll be listening. It'll be amazing. So um, yeah, uh, Love Yourself First by Marissa F. Cohen and 20 others, including myself. <laughs> Well, thank you. So Love Yourself First, um, Letters of Self-Love, Healing, and Growth is available on Amazon. You can find it either through my name or Megan Renee's name um, and grab a copy before uh, before it's too late. It'll never be too late. It, it lives on Amazon now. <laughs> It'll be there forever. Well, still, it's an amazing, amazing thing that we've created and I'm super proud of it. Thank you for including me on it. And thanks for having me on today. Oh, anytime. You're always welcome. Thank you for collaborating with me. And I'm looking forward to all of our collaborations in the future. I know we have a lot. (laughs) Always. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Thanks, Marissa. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Healing from Emotional Abuse podcast today. Before you go, it's important that you know that what you're feeling is normal. Everyone responds to trauma, narcissism, and abuse differently. Our brains go into survival mode to protect us from harm. But I want to make sure you know that you're not alone. I'm here, and I want to brainstorm ways that I can help ease your healing journey. Imagine you're standing on a cliff, and on the other side of a deep canyon, is the life that you dream of. A partner who connects with you, supports you and empowers you and makes you laugh and smile. A life filled with freedom, confidence and peace, good friendships, strong relationships. I've been where you are now. I've been standing on that edge, dreaming of the life that I have now. And I built the bridge between where you are and that dream that seems unreachable. I've walked this path with thousands of survivors who live a free, confident, and peaceful life now. Let's walk this path together. If you enjoyed this podcast, you have to check out www.marissafaycohen.com backslash private dash coaching. That's www.marissafaycohen.com backslash private dash coaching. Marissa would love to develop a made for you healing plan to heal from emotional abuse. She does all the work and you just show up. Stop feeling stuck, alone, and hurt and live a free, confident, and peaceful life. Don't forget to subscribe to the 
the Healing from Emotional Abuse podcast and follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash Marissa F. Cohen and Instagram at marissa.fay.cohen. We'd love to see you there.